Welcome to Slayer Fest 98. My name is Zachary Patton Garcia. I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. I'm Ashley Hullett. And I'm, of course, Ryan Houlihan, and we are here to discuss Slayers, a Buffyverse story, episode nine, the finale! Um, very good intro, Zach. Before we get into it, uh, I'm going to give my little Patreon promo spiel. Um, over at our Patreon, we are covering every single episode of Buffy season three as it turns 25, releasing them on the air date. And then a shorter edited down version that's about like 20 minutes goes up on our podcast feed later to listen to the whole thing. You should subscribe. Um, And uh, we're also covering Batman the Animated Series, soon to be X-Men the Animated Series. We've covered Firefly, Harley Quinn. Zach and I did a sex talk show called My Nudie Judy for like two years. You can watch all those. Um, And we have watch alarms every month or every other month. Um, You can join our Discord and our private Facebook group and many other things. And any and all support is much appreciated. Let's get into Slayers. That was the smoothest you have ever done it. I I think Mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. Ashley, cut that to put in all of them. (laughs) 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 Um, So, okay. So Mm. what did we think of this as a finale? And I'm going to carefully pick who I pick. Ryan, you go first. I like the finale. I, I, you know, I... It's tough because this is one long form thing, so it's not like as easily separatable, but I like where things landed. I think it it proved that they put a lot of pieces in place for very good reasons. And the Cordelia and Deera stuff works for me. Now, everybody jump in and disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Zach, what did you think? I'm going to start by saying I'm just happy this exists. I'm happy this exists. It was a new thing of like actual Buffy like canon shit, right? With our our people. Now that being said, I did not like where we landed. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff I do like in this finale, but I just, yeah, we'll get into it. But I, I'm not pleased with where we landed. Ashley? I also am a fan. I like the finale a lot. I like how it ends. I'm super ready for the adventures of spike and clem (laughs) um so yeah no i i feel very positive about this the one the one bit that gets me is i'm a little disappointed in anyanka's storyline and how that all went down but other than that i am pleased with this episode i will agree i will agree with that last bit but we'll get there so yeah yeah yeah. we'll definitely get there um i definitely echo how zach feels but like to a T, like I am still happy this exists. Like I'm not like the the finale didn't do what I wanted it to do, so I hate the whole thing, or I don't want it to be. Like I'm glad that it exists. I'm glad we're getting Buffy verse anything. I mean, right, Zach? Even you and I, we have our complaints, but it, like it just is nice to hear. Well, all they the- did, and they didn't do anything that would make me hate any part of this series, yeah. right? Like they didn't do anything super damaging to the mm-hmm. Buffy verse, which is like all I could hope for, really, because you know they could have brought Buffy in and and killed her, and I'd been like the shit, right? What the hell is that? They didn't didn't do anything like that. So really, there is nothing to truly hate. It's just a sort of like feeling of maybe a little dissatisfaction that I have, I think. Um, I don't know. But yeah, it's just it's something we need to talk through. Because yeah. we, because mm-hmm, there's things mm-hmm. I do love about it and things that just, I'm just not pleased yeah, with. Yeah, same. Because there, I, yeah, I didn't like flat out, I'm not like about the whole thing. Because there were, there, there is stuff I like. Um, Where we open is, we're still kind of like, is Spike good or bad? Which Ryan and Ashley and I talked about last episode. I think we were all kind of in agreement, right? That we're like, come on, we know, he, we know he's not going to be bad. Yeah. It's yeah. fun though. 
It's, yeah. it's fun getting a little bit of an evil Spock. And you can tell James Marsters is having fun with it, too. Mm-hmm. Ah, spread his evil wings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not what I was thinking about, Spread. I- but, you know, <laughs> continue. Continue. <laughs> Especially, right. we, we've got some imagery during this episode. <laughs> I was getting a visual. <laughs> um, I do like that the final, like, final stand being at the magic box. I think that is... I was thinking about, like, you say this a lot, Zach, how we don't always need to go back to Sunnydale. We don't always need... But like, if there's a setting we go back to, I think it's better the magic box than the high school. <laughs> Could you imagine it was at the Summer's house right. again? <laughs> it's, at Giles, it's at Giles' apartment. Buffy, <laughs> Buffy's not even a slayer, has no involvement in any of this. She is the Cordelia of Sunnydale High, <laughs> and they still end up at the Summer's house. <laughs> Dawn's doing an Airbnb business. It's not oh, going Lord. well. Uh, no, it's it's it, it was because if we have to be in Sunnydale, I guess you know this is this is a nice location. But you know what I mean? Like I I feel like I'm glad they didn't go to the high school because it feels like we have. I, I was wondering. Yeah, I was like, wondering if we were going to end up there. That's. I was a little bit worried. I mean, I guess if if the like conceit had been they need to go to the Hellmouth, the Hellmouth is under the, where the school was. Sure, but I prefer we like move away from that. Right. I mean, and Deera's going to have to do something and homeschooling. <laughs> yeah. True. But like, you know. that's for me, that makes sense. Like, okay, yeah, if she's living there, she's going to school. Sure. But not like just for kicks. Yes. Yeah. Like, I feel like Sunnydale High, I don't know. It just was like that moment of time and I don't want to be going, like that would feel going backwards. I don't know. And the Magic Box, for me, always felt like a set they could have revisited. Like in season seven, we could have gone back. You know what I mean? Like we could have gone back there. Like, so yeah, no, I was really, I, I liked the idea of the magic box. I, my one little complaint here though, is I did not understand the layout of this magic box because like you walked in there, you would see everyone who's in there. I just pick, yeah, I just pictured the, our magic box. Um, well, cases get in the way. I mean, from <laughs> what I've seen in the game and stuff, like, yeah. you know, it depends on how they arrange it. And with unfettered control, I'm sure Anya has some target-like scheme to make people buy more, <laughs> where they're trapped around tchotchkes. <laughs> just like turns into an Ikea and you're just wandering through. <laughs> just the openness, I guess. Like I don't couples know. Couples breaking up in the corner. <laughs> I mean, everything has an unpronounceable name. So, <laughs> uh. um, that was like my first note was just like I don't understand where everyone is. I mean, I got the impression that the Anya Anyanka blob was like maybe in the training room, maybe because it like felt like it was in another room. Oh, but is that where you thought? Yeah. I just kept picturing them right next to the cash register at all times. <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, I definitely pictured the the training room because at okay. one point Clem is like, "No, you can't go in there" or something uh, like that, and that made me feel like there was definitely a door separating them. But good point. We are you. Whoever said it is right. Like this could just be a fully different layout. It's a different universe. So sure, just keep the like. You said that, Ian. That's you. Oh, was it me? Sin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all. I just today is my first day back on Adderall after a month off, and I have been. You know, you know what? It sounds wild. It sounds like you are all three on the same page. Y'all just came from the Slayer Fest live show, but it is Wednesday, so I figured y'all would have recovered by now, and y'all all seem like you are still. Currently recovering from that Slayer Fest love show. <laughs> I, I mean, definitely am. <laughs> I'm going to need until when? Next Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> when you're ready to do it again. Mm. Anyway, um, so that was me. The, today's my first day back on Adderall after a month off of it. And I have, I could hear myself talking too much in class today. I was like, 
making like they didn't really love the essay we read and i was like yeah the person goes on way too long and it's like all right now you're repeating yourself and you're talking too much and doing exactly what i'm doing in front of all of you <laughs> i'm in a college course you could have just said adderall they'd have all nodded their heads and understood like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay we're ready to listen because we're all fucking doped up too. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you got any cleaning you need to do <laughs> Uh-oh, grandpa got into the drugs again. Um, <laughs> so, oh, Cordy enters holding an unconscious Indira, which did, I was like, wait, what did I miss? But it's part of their like plan. Cause I was like, wait a minute, when did she get knocked out? Indira is still like pretending to be a witch. And I, I think I've said this before. I don't know what it is about. Julia Landau has such good cadence as Drusilla. Mm-hmm. God, she's so good. Right. And it's like a lot, the way she says a lot of things I was thinking about, um, Zach, remember when we covered Halloween 2 from, from My Bloody Judy, our horror podcast, which you should all check out. Um, and you were like, the way that guy says, like, want me to get you a Coke? <laughs> Don't do it, because I'll, I'll be, that'll be my whole evening. <laughs> it's just like walking but, around saying it to myself. Yes, I do understand what you're saying, though. The way she says Dolly mm-hmm. kept getting stuck in my head. Like, yes. I like to hear her just saying, like, Dolly. <laughs> I think so. Can I? Can I just in, say that I, I t- earlier today was at my psychiatrist's office, which is, you know, I have crappy insurance. It's the bleakest place in the world. <laughs> and in the lobby, uh, James and Juliet were on TV being interviewed for something. And <gasps> yes. her speaking voice will forever sound, it's like a, it's like I heard a gunshot because I'm like, it's, wait, it's what? It's so jarring. <laughs> it is so it's jarring. So I do, I do avoid it because I saw, I, I'm pretty sure I saw the same clip that you probably saw in that office and I just could, I had to scroll. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, too much, but she's so good as, as Drusilla and she, it's like it, a moment has not passed. If anything, she's better. Yes. I, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Like she's somehow like she was already perfect, but somehow got like better. Um, yeah. And if anyone wants to hear her regular speaking voice talking to me, Kimberly Ann Southwick and I interviewed her like three years ago on Slayerfest. So it's somewhere on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of fighting going on, you know? There's a lot of back and forth in this. Yeah, there's a lot of back and forth, but it's. I feel like it's just, this is one of those parts where it's just for your imagination to take over and kind of like paint the picture for you, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because there's no way they could get, they could like d- d- tell us where everybody is and what exactly, like which punches are landing where and, you know, um, earlier in the, in the season, they, yeah, they had like off, off, I guess it would be off-screen voices if we were watching yeah. it, like saying, yeah, "Well, you know, why I oughta, um, you know, take that, take this." We got a lot mm-hmm. of those, and this is what that felt like. Yeah, I like the part where Drusilla is like, "Come to Mummy Indira." <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> I love this. I love how wacky it gets. I like the idea of Drusilla being like, "Oh, yes, like." This girl is evil too, but she's a kid, so she's like my daughter. And like somehow yeah. being like, yeah, that tracks. All right, yeah, this, mm. this witch is going to be my child now. <laughs> she wants to like add them to the Dolly family. <laughs> yeah. A fun thing about Drusilla is that she very much, similar to Britney Spears, decides <laughs> in the moment what you need, the kind of woman that you need, the fantasy you need, and she is that. She could be a baby, she could be a lover, she could be a mommy, she could be ancient, she could be brand new, whatever you are going to respond to. And Indira needs a big sister, she needs a mommy, she needs something. And it was a great way to mirror what Cordelia was authentically offering her. <laughs> yeah. Drusilla loves a family. 
you know, she loves yeah. to, her mother, her daughter, her sister. She she talks about the vampiric family ties. I was going to say this kind of ties into what we've been talking about on Angel. It's 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 really interesting that this has come out as you're covering Angel season yeah. two, and we've <laughs> just done the Drusilla episodes because that's all I was thinking about while I was like listening when, to this. When she's at, towards the end, when she's like, "I've been lit on fire before," I was like, "Oh yeah, like on Angel," but I was yeah, like, yes, "Oh, that's not like, what she's yeah. talking about." <laughs> <laughs> a version, a version. You yeah. know, she wasn't in uh, in a warehouse; she was in an alleyway in this universe. <laughs> um, and yeah, the fighting. I will say, like, if this makes sense, I finally, like, have got a hang. I got a hang of the, like, yeah, we're not being told where they are. They're just, like, making noises. And we hear, a like, a stab noise. We hear a punch. We hear a kick. And we hear a oof. We hear a ah. And I was, like, getting into, I finally, like, do feel like by the finale, I was in the groove of, like, okay, this is a fight scene that's happening. And like you said, Zach, it's, like, just use your imagination. Just mm-hmm. picture it. And I was, like... I had some trouble with that, even though I loved the first half. It took me a minute to be like, wait, what's go- who's doing what? Um, and this felt more like, this is a bananas picture I'm going to paint, but I feel like the three of you know me really well. <laughs> this felt like I kept thinking of where am I posing my action figures in the set to take a photo of it. I can't handle you. That's <laughs> a better response than I thought we were going to get. I thought we were about to get an Adderall response. Um, that was very nice. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I'll go back to muting myself. Thank you. Uh, um, it just, you know, i that's what I appreciate about it. About this series is that they're not wasting too much time trying to tell us where everybody is because I would have gotten really annoyed with that. Um, mm-hmm. And you kind of just like have to hear them fighting and kind of move on, right? Um, and what's happening with Anya? So like, uh, this is what I got a little confused on. This is where I couldn't exactly paint the picture is them, I guess, banishing Anyanka back to her world. Um, is that what happened? They were trying to separate um, the three of them. So they okay. wanted to pop, you know, on Yonka like a pimple and, and get that dog out of there. Mm-hmm. And then after that, Anya was like, we'll have a chat about maybe we can hang or chill or something. But like, yeah, she was never going to do that. Well, so my point here then is, is my dissatisfaction with the way Anyanka was handled in this series. Cause they really set her up and I was real excited to get her at the start of this. And then, the way then it just kind of fumbled you know they fumbled she turned into a dog at one point then she is <laughs> getting a little bit more from her and she's like kind of letting people know that that like i really liked the explanation that her humanity because she has no humanity she's not able to enjoy the vengeance steam inside of her right i like enjoyed that but then it just it was just weird it was weird that like we were sort of convinced maybe a little bit that anya was hearing her out but then, like, we jump into this episode, and she's very much ready to, like, pop her like a pimple, like you said, and, like, send her back. And it just – why was she even in this then? Yeah. I, I feel the same way about Miranda. I feel like this, yes. both of those things could have been cut, yeah. and we could have done a lot more. And I get it. Probably Emma really wanted to deal with that stuff and set Anya up where we wouldn't be. But I don't think it was necessary. And I think you could have had those themes be present without necessarily yes. – like, the whole Tara storyline was a similar thing. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like we could have resolved that. And I feel like also the, like it, there, there was a whole lot about like Spike has a vampire in him, but he's not evil, but Drusilla does have a vampire in right. her. But like, there are parts of her that maybe are redeemable. And like, 
there was a lot to play with there that went unplayed with in the time we spent being like, here's a monster that you don't need to know. Here's another monster and a convoluted reason it exists that you don't need to know. (laughs) But again, like, please call me. Uh, Just a little story editing. Please call me. I'll be so nice about it. This is like something that they could have left for maybe the next Audible series. Um, I'm wondering, like when we inevitably talk to Amber and Christopher Golden, um, and that's me being confident for a change. So, um, <laughs> Manifest. <laughs> I, I would, I would be curious to see what the writer's room was like. If it was like, let's try to do everything we want to do in case this is it or just fair. Right. You know what I Yeah. Like yeah. I, I would get that if it's like, if Emma Caulfield's like, well, I don't know that we're going to do more of this. I absolutely want to revisit Anyanka. And they're like, Sure, like that. If that's your like requirement for coming back, absolutely, we'll do that. You know what I mean? Then I'd be like, all right, that makes sense, right? If they had they. Uh, here's the thing, I I color I make better stuff when I'm coloring inside certain lines. If, I, if you're just told you can do whatever, I have to make up a bunch of fake lines for myself to color within. Mm-hmm. They were given a lot of lines to cover it, color in. Yeah. Like they had a certain cast, certain budget, certain timeline within the world of the universe. Can't be related to these other properties. Needs to like technically be non-canon if we need it to be. Like we have to be able to like remove it. Right. Um, and there was a bunch of actor demands, I'm sure, and distance and time for who you could have where. Like, impossible task. Yeah. However, I do, th- I still think all of these pieces could have been fit together differently. Um, yeah. But but I also want us to be conscious of, and I'm not trying to shit on what we're doing here, obviously, but I want us to be conscious of, like, this is Buffy, or this is the universe, the Buffyverse, and, like, I feel like a lot of what I'm hearing and seeing is like this person wouldn't have done this or, and it's like, mm-hmm. or like this wouldn't have happened, but like it did in right. this thing that mm-hmm. does exist and is yeah. official. Right. And so like, this is something Anya would do now. So, you know, um, See, so basically everybody shut the fuck up and accept <laughs> what we got, but we're here, no, we're here like, I, you, no, no, I get, I do get what you're saying, yeah. um, but I, I want to know where you think how, cause you said, um, there could have been better ways to fit the pieces together. And I thought that was interesting. So where, how would you have fit Anyanka better into this? I would have eventually had Anyanka and Anya do the merge and had Spike lose Drusilla, but say, I, we don't have to lose you. Drusilla doesn't want to get better right now. You do. And you agreed with all the stuff that you went along with, just like, you know, Tara overcame, I would have Tara overcome um, Kurgan on her own and I would say, like, Tara and Spike are here to help you not give in to your baser nature. And frankly, Miss Demoness, if you love humanity that much, let's get you there. And have that be an ongoing project for the gang. The social services. <laughs> yeah. And I would have had it be reflected in, like, what Drusilla couldn't do and what Tara could do. And cut a lot of the other shit out. Like, we don't need Miranda. We don't need, like, that's enough of a storyline and then your B plot is Indira and Cordelia mm-hmm. and Clem is your comic relief. Like, I don't, I actually don't think we needed, uh, but I, you know, I mean, that's with the benefit of hindsight. I right. don't know Listen, how much time they had. From what I'm hearing, right. put Ryan in front of a whiteboard with a bunch of sticky notes and you will <laughs> figure dream. it out. You will figure my it dream. out. My dream. To Veronica Mars together a Buffy story is my <laughs> fucking dream. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. As the host of Slayerfest 98, 
So was fucking, that the Adderall or the food? Fucking same. <laughs> <laughs> it was both. I just finished my leftover okay. Taco Bell. Thank you. Thank you all for talking amongst yourselves. Um, <laughs> I I agree. The Anyanka, it, it's weird. I was wondering what you all thought because it almost feels like why wouldn't they have mur- like it, it really felt like that's what the whole purpose of that storyline was for. So it's like, we're going to give Anya powers. I thought the whole thing was like, that will be so there is an Anya in our our quote unquote Buffy universe that is alive. I thought yeah, we were, like we were headed that. somewhere and we yeah. really by the end weren't headed anywhere with Anyanka. Yes. And so like, then I'm wondering, I'm like, well, then maybe am I just let down because it didn't do the thing I thought it was going to do? No. And like that. Okay. <laughs> It exists, Ian. It exists. It's a thing in this universe. Because, like, you know, sometimes it's like you you put your own expectations on a thing, and then it's right. like, oh, they didn't do the thing. But I was wondering, I was like, am I just, like, annoyed because that's what I was expecting? Like, is it better because they didn't do what I was expecting? But I think, Ryan, that's your cue to say no again. <laughs> no, and I think, like, you know, now we have to live with the consequences, and that's fine. But I think <laughs> I, I I just think similar to season four of Angel, like there was a lot of stuff in there that didn't get appropriately um, used to the potential <laughs> pun, that it could have. <laughs> um, and I think it's okay to be disappointed too because Emma Caulfield Ford did a great job, and Anya's a great character, and um, there's a lot in there that was really great, and you know it didn't quite stick the landing on that storyline for me. And I think that's fair enough. I don't think you have to feel bad. And also, I don't think that there's something in there that's so, like, I don't think it's so redeemable. I can't imagine anyone is like, this was the most satisfying of all the storylines. I mean. Right. Yeah. Come on. It ends with like a, bye. You know what I mean? (laughs) A great speech. I think pretty well delivered. Yeah. But it does kind of end with a fart. Yeah, it's like, and then Poochie went to space. Like, that's yeah. kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, Poochie I, came from space. So <laughs> right. <it's> like, what? <laughs> Why did we bother? Um, Ashley, I am curious, though. Give me your thoughts on the Anya Anyanka. I don't know. It's just kind of like y'all said. It's like, why Why did we even do this if, like, literally nothing happened? Like, nothing happened. Nothing came of it. I don't know. I just kept thinking, why doesn't she just let them send her back to her world merge with a willing human and then come back and fight Anya. <laughs> that's that's you should like, be why does it have to be Anya if if she's saying no and your whole thing is I need a human so that I can right. you know feel the the good and the bad then go find a different human. Like yeah. there's so many humans. Like <laughs> just literally have to Hoffer and pop out at the end and be like Anyanka what the fuck li- are you doing? You can do whatever. Yeah. It's it's a magic show. Just like pick there's comatose people at Sunnydale Hospital, you know, like <laughs> pick somebody. <Yeah. laughs> or leave it in Jasper. How funny would it be to be oh like my, god. my dog has been no, as a vengeance demon not. voice absolutely and powers. No. I would be okay with that. No. <laughs> You'd never have to hear barking again. You would just hear an Anyanka like <laughs> voice coming out of the dog complaining all the time and being funny. <laughs> I <laughs> I love how much you didn't like Puppy Anka sack. No. It was it was it was not scrappy-do in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do think you're right. That is accurate, but I'm like, yeah, but I like it. It is kind of scrappy-do. You're right. It is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Um, you know, I do like that she pretends to throw up. I was like, what are we doing? Like, it was such a weird diversion. Like, oh, I'm going to, uh, and hearing Drusilla be like, ew, don't do that near me. And it's like, I like when we can see someone like Drusilla who, you know, 
arguably likes to play with guts by like pulling them out and pulling out a heart is like, oh, <laughs> but don't throw up on me. Yeah. Which is Indira, you know, fights her. And then we get Drusilla versus Indira and Cordy versus Tara. I, I know that this is like, this is <laughs> such a stupid, simple thing. But you know what made me really happy at the start of this fight was when Indira stakes one of the minions. And we just hear the vamp steak noise. And I was like, oh, it's been a few episodes since we heard that noise. Yeah. It's nice to hear. It's like a comforting sound. <laughs> Huge compliment to the production company and to everyone who worked on yes. that end of things. Because it does sound really like a Buffyverse product in the highest quality. Yeah, I I think I might have said this in a previous episode. And I, I mean, I know you take it this way, Ryan. But like, I mean this as like the highest compliment. It sounds like a really well-made video game. Yeah. Where like some of the noises are in the background and you can tell they're in the background, not in the foreground. And like, you know, you can hear the like n- sounds of like it being nighttime. And I don't know. I like I really liked all of that. I thought yeah. the like sound production was like really fucking impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Do you all think that like for something like that with the vamp noise, they just like have a sound file on hold or like probably had to recreate it? It's a mm. voice note from somebody holding their phone up to the TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they definitely have a pile of assets, but they also know how they made those assets. Mm. So if they need to, they can always like do what they got to do. And I'm sure those were made digitally with things that are like, you know, dinky nowadays. So I I, 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 w- I wouldn't be surprised if there's a pile of assets floating around the Disney HQ. But let me also say, if that's the case, let's do a real HD upscale. Okay, enough. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. But like, <laughs> you pulled I'll out the hard it. drive. Yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Pull out the floppy disk. Whatever floppy disk is like (laughs) has fallen between a disk. It has the entire like (laughs) entire of it on there. Go find it at the Disney offices and give us the HD remaster we deserve. We need that catfishing demon. (laughs) (laughs) So someone call Moloch. Um. So I do like the tarot. I know my brain. Jesus Christ. It's carding, guys. I'm sorry. I apologize. (laughs) So there's like little fireworks going off. Um, I do like that Tara can't help but say I told you so. I think she says it like twice in this episode, and I appreciate that because I get it, girl. Um, (laughs) Tara's forever role, not being listened to and being 100% right. Yeah. (laughs) That that really is her role. Uh, she's got the Gail Weathers role where she's always right, but everyone thinks she's wrong. Um, and like, I do, we get like, we get a little bit of like, not a little bit, we get a lot of Indira character building here, which I do like, you know, we, we have the nod to like, Ooh, I like this steak. Maybe I'll keep it. And like, yeah. you know, I, I like that she gets her, her specific steak. She gets her Mr. Pointy. Um, and like later she hands it off to Cordelia, which is so nice. And I like, yeah. Those little details, like those are details that I love that very much, I mean, all of it does because it's the same voices, but that is very Buffy, right? Like that is very much what they would have done in the show. Yeah. I mean, then they might have tragically killed all of the women who touched that stake. Absolutely. (laughs) That is also exactly what would have happened. Yeah. But But it would have been real cute when it first happened. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. It's not unlike Kendra giving (laughs) Buffy Mr. Pointy. Oh my Um, gosh. Then we get Spike and Clem. So is Clem, is there like an in-between scene that happened where Clem is in on it after this, we think? Or are they doing this back and forth like 
for show. I think when he starts eating the people outside the door, him and Spike have a conversation after. Because he also says he was like method acting later on. Yeah, yeah. So I think that they have a little bit of a, a discussion before they come into where everyone else is fighting. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, no, I don't want them to fight. I like them. They're best friends. <laughs> um, and then we get our uh, Anya and Giles scene, which made me very nervous. I don't know how anyone else felt. Uh, so whatever. They do the like spell. He separates them. I do like how much Anya loves the dog and how like we started with because Jasper's Cordelia's dog, right? See, or, this is why I don't want Anyanka merging with the dog because I also love the dog as much as Anya does. And <laughs> Anya loves this dog very, very much. And so this dog just needs to remain his own self. <laughs> but I just like that she's like, you're upsetting my puppy. You're making Jasper sad. And then Jasper like bites. I want to see their like drawer full of clothes that this dog has. <laughs> Ooh, I bet that dog has so many cute collars and outfits. Mm-hmm. Mm. Beverly Hills Chihuahua, eat your heart out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like all that. I like her being protective of the dog. You know, I feel like that most of us here are dog people. Um, so I no like, fuck dogs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I like I like that bit. Um, but again, the I mean, we talked about this already, so we don't need to talk about the Anyanka of it all. But when Giles gets whatever, when, like, I guess... Yeah. In my head, it was, like, because she has kind of, like, sharp nails, she, like, puts her hand in him or, like, like stabs him with her nails. Um, I was very nervous we were going to lose Giles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, in the comics, we also lose Giles. And I was like, oh, God, is he the expendable one? Because he's the oldest. And maybe yeah. they're like, well... But see, that's um, the thing that they did... They did Yes. Good, because I if if they had done something as big as that in an Audible series, it just would not have been forgivable to me. Yeah. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, I agree. Can you imagine? It's it's funny because it's true, right? And I don't I mean well, not that I because anytime anything of any of this shit comes up, comics, a TV show, audible series, everybody looks to Giles because he is the expendable one. He is the one yeah. that would be like the sacrificial like you know tearjerker yeah and not and not to be ageist or to say that uh anthony stewart had his older can't work but clearly he isn't and can and honestly seems very sexually viable but that's a separate topic (laughs) (laughs) i do think like at some point he might be like i want to go hang out with my olivia peace (laughs) y'all like right like there is a chance that would happen like i i do think that's true and that's like fair right Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah. man came off Ted Lasso. He probably made really good money on Ted Lasso, hundred percent. And that <laughs> shit's at home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, got, they got his ass going through trap doors here, <laughs> all the way back to Sunnydale. He's like, I thought we put Sunnydale in the ground. What are you talking about? <laughs> that show that I had to get fucking stunt training for? No thanks. You're like, it's, it's audio. He's like, no thanks. <laughs> I'm good. Um, and I, I am so glad. But was. I think that is a credit to the writing, right? That we actually were nervous. Like, was everyone else kind of like, oh, shit? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the only person I knew, a couple people, I knew we weren't going to really lose. James Marsters, 
um, and Cordelia and <laughs> Charisma Carpenter. Why am I not using people's names? Um, <laughs> those are the only people that I was like not expendable. Like both of those people want to be here. They're like in- integral parts of the universe. And, um, you know, I think Spike never gets killed off and Cordelia was just dead. So I just right. didn't see it for them. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I did get a little worried about Anya at certain points, but I kept thinking to myself, the same thing you just said, I kept applying like, well, they can't kill Tara again, right? Like, <sighs> I think by like s- episode six or seven, I kind of realized they weren't going to do anything like that. They weren't going to do anything too permanent. I, f- I figured everybody was going to get out. That's yeah. Me. And you know, good. <laughs> I'm kind of glad. <laughs> oh yeah, no complaints here. Yeah, keep the writing <laughs> like, going, just like that. I, I could see someone being like, "Well, but then what are the stakes?" But like, that's fine. I don't. I don't need no these stakes. Characters dying, no stakes. Right? No. Like, yeah. mm, put the snakes away. <laughs> Show me yeah. them having a fun adventure. They have some fight scenes. It's cool. It's great. Bring the Everyone Winnebago knows. back, please, Amber. <laughs> Zach, I love how much you bring up that Winnebago, and I do agree with you. <laughs> we did not sit in it long enough. Not long yeah. enough. <laughs> it was such a cool set. It was. Um, so then, you know, she, I do like that Anya, I, I, I said this before too, and I really like this version of Anya that she's like, is a little bit older, so she's a little less wacky, but still is very Anya. And I like when she's just like, absolutely not. You are not dying. I'm doing a spell. Like, Mm-hmm. I like that she's like jumping into action. She's not yeah. just like, oh no, Giles, I can't do any. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's and like, like nope. immediately knew that she, we were going to be using this spell for yes. somebody else. So I was like, okay, it'll probably be Cordelia. <laughs> it's like, I figured we were going to get real near death with Cordelia, which I was surprised we didn't. Like, that wasn't as emotional as I thought they were making that. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to Cordelia later on, she's just kind of like, yeah. And then it's like yeah. done. But like this one, we kind of got into it a little bit, right? Yes. And I I will say I was happy when it was like, oh, good, we have a spell for that. Great. Now I'm good moving forward. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I kind of was expecting at least like a chosen moment where like- But listen, Buffy they do Buffy stabbed. shit like that all the time. They would have the spell and then Osiris comes out and he's like, nope, well, you did the spell once yeah. already. Google <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's the rule. Only once. You know that rule from before. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's like Spider-Man rules. But I see this is the shit that I wanted from Josh is like seeing Anya again, even though it's not his Anya, but the face of Anya to be a little bit more emotional because Anya was pretty damn emotional about him. Yes, Mm -hmm. she was. Yes. And I like that. I was glad she was because that also tracks. I don't know. And like, I did, I liked all of that. And I do think Anya and Giles have good, like Emma Caulfield and Anthony Stewart had have very good chemistry. Yes, yeah. we, me and Ian have written a way to bring Anya back. That doesn't sound like all so crazy. Um, <laughs> so like De Hoffren has Anya's soul down in hell and somebody yeah. goes down there and gets her and brings her back. So do that. Give us our Anya. Let Anya and Giles connect again and give us the <laughs> daddy-daughter storyline we love. Oh. <laughs> Too late. I, <laughs> no, no, I want it. Next next Audible series. Next one that we all write. Um, so then, God, where the fuck are we? <laughs> Um, yeah, D- Giles gets brought back. Could you imagine if he didn't? Could you imagine oh if he died? Do they send mm-hmm. his body back to Olivia? Do they just, like, push him through the <gasps> oh trap door? <laughs> she, like, like, like sorry. A- appears, like, falls <laughs> out of the sky like Angel, just on Olivia's, like, living room floor. God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they sent back that and some, like, basic instructions of how to- Or is it just, like, a note that says, sorry, you know, with, like, a smiley face in the, in the, oh. <laughs> 
Sorry, Indira's also staying with us. Bye. <laughs> God. Yeah, I would not have liked that. I do like that he says um, Olivia's name when it's like, he's like, oh, Olivia. Because I just like the idea of like them being like very like comfortably in love. Like that's yes. what I like. Oh, I like they're it. endgame. I, we knew it since season four. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because also like we don't get a lot of that. I Wait, we don't get that at all, do we, on Buffy, unless it's like an evil duo. No, like, I thought Joyce was going to get her happy ending too and she gets a freaking dies on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even enjoy her new boy toy. God, you know. Who's not a robot? He was fine. He was like a laundromat owner, you know, like <laughs> just a normal guy. But no, because um, no one gets a happy ending ever. Not if, not if you're a woman. You know, you know what my mom would compare the writing to she and i like i don't want to compliment what's his face um but she would be like the writing on this is very hemingway because in hemingway they all like die it's like oh they're in love and then they're dying and then they die and then they're both i can hear him saying that about himself as well i know Mm -hmm. um because i remember when we were watching chosen together and that scene where buffy gets stabbed and it goes to commercial like running her room and her being like she's gonna die i don't like it i don't want her to die they love killing everyone on these shows So we go back to Drew and Cordy. I like Drew hissing. I don't know why, but I yeah. like it, right? <laughs> yeah, and I Hell love yeah. that Cordelia's like, hissing old school. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that Indira says, you ancient bitch. I thought that was a very good line. <laughs> and the way she delivers it is very good too. Cordy, what? She like, is it supposed to be that she just misses when she goes to stake her because like, she hits her in the arm? Just, uh, just yeah, Drusilla's yes. like my arm. Not the best you could do. I was like, wait, why the fuck she hit yeah, her? Yeah, I think she's yeah. just like not great. And and uh, guess what? Drusilla is fair. Fair. At first, I thought it was going to be like it had yes paralysis uh, something on it or something that was gonna like it was part of like the like yeah. that was her plan. That's what I thought. Yes. Yeah, but then nothing came of it. Which that's fine. She says nothing that too aspirate and a vacation won't fix about whatever damage Cordelia has. Kurgan is basically mostly taken over by now, right? He can sense the grimoires in the magic box. And this is uh, like whatever, but I was like, I don't want to hear anyone say the word grim- grimoire one more time. Like I've heard Which too is many weird times. because I also keep forgetting that that's what they're after. Yes. Yes. Also <laughs> that. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? I just felt like, okay, we said it so many times that like, that is like the one thing this series kind of needed a little bit more of is like hand waving about like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just a thing. Like mm-hmm. there's a thing to do a thing. Okay. That's fine. I don't need to know any more about it. Yeah. Just call it the book, you know, yeah. I'd have got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spike shows up with Clem hostage. And I do, you know, another relationship that I love that I don't know if I've pointed out is Indira and Clem. Like I love how protective she is of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that Clem is attracted to good energy, yes. especially because of Clem's apparent immense suffering. <laughs> um, and it, it pairs well, I think with like Indira really wants to find the light in this like obsessive darkness. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think Clem is that and Clem has found that. So it's nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Super cute. Right. We've learned that it's all a ploy because Tara has cast this like, shadow spell for nighttime or whatever pocket or wait is that later we're not quite there yet we're like we're there but we're not there there okay so like it's the um the drew starts to feel the sunlight right that's where we're at it starts to feel the sunlight Mm -hmm. she's really excited Mm -hmm. thinks the spell's working and all that um and 
No, she's got the gem of Amara in her pocket because Spock is tricky, tricky. I do like that <laughs> Cordelia immediately rats out Spike. She's yes. like, this is not your Spike ball. And Drew, like, she's like, I just need to think about this. And she is like maybe 15 seconds, maybe. Yes. Before. She's like, you know what? Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> Let's well, do this. We, talk, we need to talk about this for a second because <laughs> the shining little pocket of story in this entire thing is Spike and Drusilla. They are yeah. so fucking good together. Yes. Even when oh she's like, that's another Spike from another world. Who cares? That's a Spike mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. 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 And it's just, and then their chemistry just works the same as it did in the damn show. And this, we get like, you know, actual love back and forth. We don't get like, cause when, when we picked up in season two, when we, when we first got them, she was kind of annoyed with Spike a little bit. She's like, I've yeah. been with you for a long time. I need a little bit of a break, a little bit of separation. But here we've got full, like, burning passion, holding hands, yeah. fire, you know? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And I hadn't realized how much we, like you just mentioned, I hadn't realized that we really didn't get that, right? Like, we only got, like, the back end of their relationship. We never got the, like, super lovey-dovey. Like, but it was we still like, kind of did, right? Because they're so good. Right, they, yeah. Those two, James Marsters and, and Juliet, are, are just so good at portraying their characters and portraying the history that those characters did have, that even though we didn't get them like fully madly in love, we did, you know? We felt it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We got a lot of flashback of that, which makes it like, it. even though we never had it established when the, we flashback, we're like, yeah, those are those two. Because mm-hmm. that's just really, and I also think like, it really helps sell the like Spike being tempted of it all because it's like we kind of want them to be oh, back I was together. Like, yeah. I was like, do it, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I'm not like the biggest what but yes, I was like, man, they're good together. These are like two very good actors that have very good chemistry and like they have fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they bounce off each other so well and like the weird accents both of them are doing that are not their regular voices <laughs> that come so naturally to both of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to see in reading where they each have their their own way of speaking, their actual way of speaking, reading these lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, like Spike and Drew are stuck in an elevator with James and Julia. Because <laughs> uh, like that wouldn't, it wouldn't sound right, right? Like I just, I love, and I love, I do like that we also hear it in Spike's voice that, like, even though it's like he's a hero, he's not going to go bad, but he is tempted by her. Oh, it right? feels yeah. like season two Buffy, like the DVD cover just with Spike and Drusilla. Like, it's, yes. it's it just, oh, I just feel it. I love it. And just from voice performances, like, they did a damn good job yeah. because yeah. I was titillated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Say it again. Titillated. <laughs> um, and so I do, I I like also that this, like they make it a point to be like, this Drew is more in control, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. and it does come through because I like that she's like, all right, you're not my spike, but let's do this anyway. Like you can close your eyes, pretend I'm your Drew. I'll close my eyes, pretend you are my spike. And like, and then we'll be those versions. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, I like when she says like, hush, or I won't hurt you. Like that's oh, like a very. It's so oh, sexy. So, so like Drusilla starts burning when he takes the gem of Amara, but then she like fights him for the gem of Amara. And then they both don't have the gem of Amara. And right. so that's when Tara puts them in this, in the shadow pocket. And that is just such sexy imagery. Like it's so sexy. Them two just in the shadow pocket. And they, they fully have six, right? 
Do they? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they fuck. <laughs> I was going to ask. I wasn't sure if they were just like making out and like dry humping or like they were <laughs> The visual of them just having a – Ryan, you read Brittany's book, right? Hell yeah. A brawl. In the yeah. shadow pocket. <laughs> a two-week-long <laughs> brawl. It's so fucking hot. Yeah. And I love the, like, you know, I like having Witch Queen Tara. I know that everybody was kind of jarred by the first few episodes voice-wise. voice, voice wise, But for me, it's a great alternate to Dark Willow. And I liked that the little ball of midnight was like a little, like, or the big ball of midnight is the opposite of a little ball of sunshine. I thought mm-hmm. that was cute. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So they go, like, they do their back and forth. They fuck. Um, (laughs) I do like when he's, like, he says how he got his soul. He kind of, like, a thing I do like, again, is because he loves her, he does talk to her. Like, he's not talking down to her. He's not talking to her as a supervillain. He's just, like, talking to her as an equal, right? When he's, like, explaining he has a soul now, so that's why he's different. And, you know, he has a moral compass. And she says she doesn't want one. Yeah. And I kind of, I, I really like her having agency with like, no, I'm good. I like being evil. Like Mm -hmm. I kind of love that. I was worried we might get some kind of like, oh yeah, she's going to like be good. And I did not want that. Like I like this villain who's like, no, I'm a villain. Like I'm good. I mean, I've been, I've literally been in a relationship before where I was like, you're not growing. And he was like, I don't want to. I don't want to grow. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect analogy here, yes. Um, and I love that he kind of recognized because he's got a Drusilla in his world. You know, he could talk to his Drusilla anytime, just go seek her out. But I like that he kind of recognizes that this one is a little bit more intact in the brain, right? So he can have a mm-hmm. conversation with her, a sensible conversation with her. And it's almost like him getting to do that. You know, maybe he's wanted to for his Drusilla, but. I don't know. And there's maybe no reaching her or something. And maybe yeah. there is a way to reach this one. And there's not, you know, Drusilla's just Drusilla. Yeah. And shrimp I or no shrimp. <laughs> and I just, I mean, it reminds me of like glory, how like glory was never apologetic. She didn't give a shit. And I like a villain that isn't, I don't know. I, I there's something I like about that. Cause I really was worried we were going to be like, Oh look, she's good now. And then we just like move on and she's good. And she's part of the gang. And I would not have liked that. You got to earn it. Can yeah. you imagine like a, <laughs> A good Drew? No. I can't. I don't want to either. No, we got that. We got that. She was praying in the church. She's a good girl, you know. <laughs> but that was that was the, that was the past. The past of the past. You can't break the past. <laughs> I do want to see a Drusilla redemption arc, but it would need to be very, 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 very delicately done. Um, and I don't know if this is the format for it if we can't give it all of our attention. So if not, please don't. <laughs> I think that shit that was something that should have happened in the show. We are past that and it is we we do not need it. It's gone. I would yeah. be okay with her like joining the gang, but being like the chaotic, like chipped spike originally yes. was where yes. they have to like rein her yes. in and keep her, you know, from murdering people. Like I just mm-hmm. that would be fun, but I don't want that's I don't what want, I mean. Like, or like you know, when we had to work with Wolfram and Hart and we were kind of on fun terms with them for a couple episodes here and there, like, <laughs> I feel like it should be like, I'll just kill them. And it's like, no, you please don't do that. No, yeah. kill them. no please don't Gee, do that. I'm good with her making about a two week truce with people and that's about it. Then she's yeah. got to get back to the killing. Yeah, I would be okay with that if it's like for something specific, kind of like this, where it's like, oh yeah, she's fucking pissed at Kurgan too. So she's going to like 
attack him. Like, I, I wouldn't mind if it's like that. We're like, well, we got to work together because of this thing. Or like you said, Ashley, I wouldn't mind if it's like she has a chip, but she's still evil, but like can't do evil. So like, sure, fine. She's like hanging out. Or even if they just leaned into the like, lo- like she's so lonely. She says it a hundred times in this. So she just like hangs around with them, but like doesn't really agree with their politics. And, like, you know, so they're like constantly back and back and forth about it. Um, you want to hang out with my Republican relatives? Yeah, she's just there for like chaos, you know? Yeah, I, I just I love I, I like even want to see them push her further uh, as a baddie. I want to see her like at Full baddie power, you know, like real evil, real evil shit. Um, because we got moments of that. We got glimpses of that. When yeah. she takes out Kendra, that's like brutal shit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so we know she's capable of it. And I want I want to see that. No, you know, pandering to some witch with a with a fucking Mr. Pickles, you know, like I want to see her <laughs> be, I want to see her with a guillotine like in her front yard, you know. I think what we want to see is her defending something rather than grasping at something, especially mm. in this series. She's the vampire queen who had Sunnydale all like running uh, to her plan but the whole time was like trying to get something from people yeah and i i would like to see her in a position where she's like i have everything i want and it's just a matter of keeping you people away yeah yeah and I like that. yeah i think that would be fun yeah i think yes yes that's what i like great we've all agreed <laughs> ryan got it um i also like that drusilla points out his cheekbones i just Yes, yeah. it's the visual. And I like picture yeah. rubbing running her like a fingernail on his cheekbones yes. and yes. through all his abs and you know, all of his cut <laughs> muscles going down to his cum gutters. Can you tell Zach's husband is away? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh goodness, it's been a little while. Um, I was even <laughs> <laughs> Truly, I was even getting horny over Ian's s- spike, like bust that he has in his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I picked it up like three times, and I was like, "Why do you, Why do you think he spike. has it in his room?" My God, I thought about taking it too. <laughs> yeah, I was. I really was wondering what you, where you were going with that. Well, um, my husband's Zach- been gone. He's gone. He's- <laughs> Zach was touching, touching the chest <laughs> of that bust, and I had to watch him. I was like, what are we doing? Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Tara and Cordelia are fighting. She, I guess, has Indira tied up. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, she's tied up now. All right. What? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kurgan tells Cordy, this was weird. I don't, I, I'm curious what everyone thought when Kurgan is like, you know, I want you to get on your knees and beg. And then she does. And like evil Tara is like, I like the sound of Cordelia, the strong vampire slayer begging. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like they wanted her to give some kind of sacrifice to show her real feelings for Indira over herself yeah. or her world or anything. I, I don't know that that was the most effective thing. I think at this point, Kurgan's just like not hitting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, yes, I think that's it. Cause like, if this were some villain that was like her big mortal enemy that she's been fighting and then it's like, Oh fuck. It's kind of like she lost, but this is like a dude she just met. So like, like if it was Cordelia who like say killed her sister and then like her and Spike killed her sister and then had her in the exact same position, it would have hit a little harder than like some guy that like, again, his plan is like, what if vampires were on Lexapro? And it's like, I don't think oh that my makes gosh, That's exactly what this is. <laughs> is. That was the idea board. <laughs> what if vampires and antidepressants? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, now, my idea is what if vampires on Adderall? Ooh, spooky. Oh, God, we've seen that. That was the season seven finale. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, so Cordy's trying to reason with Tara. Tara doesn't want to kill anyone. You know, Cordy's even like, that's why you didn't kill Drew and Spike. My notes say I'm not sure what's going on with Curtin and Cordy. This is a lot, a lot back and forth, you know. But what we get to, though, is what I really like is the the book. I like the uh, the uh, the explanation about the blood in the book and the Slayer and all that. I thought that was real interesting. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I wasn't sure where they were going with that. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that does feel like a storyline from Buffy, right? Yes. Yeah, it felt like a yeah. storyline from Harry Potter, but. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have to, Ryan? Oh my gosh. J.K. Rowling, Josh Wheaton, Harry Potter. Let's just say all the names. Um, <laughs> it's, um, it, it, flashes, <laughs> it flashes back to what Spike said in season five, right? It's always about blood. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. anytime that they introduce blood, like a blood plot into anything Buffy, I always think of that. Yeah. Agreed. I, I was hoping that he or someone was going to say that line and give us a little echo. He but already I sang. Think, like, he already sang from season six. Okay, that's all we're getting. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you faggots happy? He did the song. <laughs> like, now say the line, Spike. <laughs> um, so then we get what is it like? I was unclear here because it's like he's what is it that he's is Curtin stabbing Indira, but it like goes to Cordy or just stabbing Cordy. Stabbing I, Cordy, I think. Yeah, I think he's cutting Cordy up. <laughs> because, right, he does say something like every stab for her will go to you or something. So I was like, are we doing like a thing? Like, I, It's because she she was begging for Indira. So he's like, okay, I'll give it to you instead. Oh, uh, okay. Like literally. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And then uh, Jurgen tells her to get the grimoire. Tara. Tara. Cur- <laughs> God. Uh, can we move on? Before we move on, I mean, sorry. Before we move on. Before Ian meanders more. Yeah, Ian, you get yourself together and don't listen to this as I say it, okay? okay. You're thinking cap. Thinking cap. Um, so you other two. Um, here's, I think, also the whole thing with Kurgan picking out um, a, a knife because he's like, I'm in the magic box. Good thing we have all these ceremonial blades. I was really hoping he was going to pick up something that would backfire and then Anya would have a moment to be like, hmm, this is what being a shopkeeper I can contribute. You know what I mean? Um, oh, like, that would have been good. Yeah, I thought that would have been nice. And other, and it would have justified all the like knife play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, agree. I agree, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do like when Anya enters, there's a specific like choice Emma Caulfield Ford makes where like when she's fighting, she actually does do like a breathy voice. And I like that. I like Mm -hmm. that. Like you can hear her kind of like, she's like into it. She's like a little out of breath because she's not a vampire slayer. Um, She's, you know, a regular human that can do spells. So I like that. It's like, she's a little, there's a little bit more like urgency to her voice and like the breathiness makes you feel that more too. I think. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gives it stakes. Yes. Pun. Yes. I'm really working in. I'm working in. Last nerve. <laughs> I know you're making him make like grandpa noises. He keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, Ian was saying so and so gets on my nerves. They said, "Do I ever get on your nerves?" And Ian said, "Absolutely." And I said, "You answered it so quickly. Do I really?" And he was like, "Yes." 
Uh, was that when we were drunk in the hotel and we were fucking yeah absolutely yeah yeah i mean like the thing is like who doesn't i i annoy all of you like everyone annoys i just i'm glad i got an example so quickly (laughs) (laughs) um so then this is where i get a little bit of like i'm not i'm unsure here like anya gives tara a speech about like her goodness will triumph i do (laughs) <laughs> Zach, you yes. know i hate a power of love i you hate do, it more you than do. anything yes but that is what's happening right like but i don't know it's not as bad as like a power of love so at least it's like you are a good person not like oh but you love someone so now we're okay it's the same um, thing fight it tara you can fight know. it I wanted a little bit more um, sniveling little cry Buffy. Like, Cordelia bullier. Just be like, <laughs> like, just straight up be like, cut the shit, bitch. You are not. I, yeah. You know wish. what I mean? I Get wish. Tara together. I, I, this is what I miss about Cordelia in this. This is why, like, Cordelia didn't really hit for me in this in this series. Um, there's not enough bite. We kind of got it at the beginning, and we lost it. There's no Cordelia bite. And just what you said could exactly be, like, Get up, Tara. Get up. <laughs> like, laying in the middle of her mind. Get up and fight this bitch's ass. Like, yeah. something. Give me a little room with a view. You yeah. are a bitch. Yes. <laughs> yeah, not me. Now that you all say that, I'm like, yes, I want that too. Um. <laughs> so, but the, the thing I like that we get here a little bit more of is Anya and Tara's friendship. Um, because, Ashley, I think you had mentioned that before that that's like a thing you were wanting like a little bit more of like their the friendships like yeah yeah and i want to know more of the backstory yeah um like did they all go to sunnydale high together did they meet at college like i am what's the timeline (laughs) yeah yeah um like have they always been friends with cordy because it also feels like they are the best friends and cordy is the like yeah. Why? Additional. Yeah. What, what was the Miranda of this all? I'm going to say it one more time. And uh, the actress was great. What was the Miranda of it all? And why didn't we, instead of that, have a flashback episode to establish what was going on? <gasps> oh, yes. <laughs> have we, have we, have we beat Kurgan? I don't know what, I don't know what happens. It's they, He gets banished yeah. to the gem of Amara, which I don't understand, but fine, mm. sure. <laughs> yes. And just, where did the gem go? Yeah. I thought that would neutralize the gem, but I don't think it did. Did it? If it, it did, did, then that wasn't communicated. The explanation that I, I pulled from it, right, was that Kurgan chose exile instead of death. I don't know yes. what that means. I don't know what to visualize, but sure. And then all is happy. And Anya is like, Tara, I forgive all the people you killed. You'll be okay. And then yeah. we're like, yes, sure. She's like, Tara, have you watched the show? All of us have killed a bunch of people. Yeah, it's fucking mean, fine. Honestly, like, we'll forgive everybody. <laughs> as long as you're a character we like, you get forgiven. Uh, uh, again, <laughs> Buffy was always like, mm. Harmony's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't stay her. It's like, uh, why not? <laughs> uh, she's got to make it to the 10 year reunion. <laughs> um, so yeah, that I was a little like, I rewound this part because I was like, wait, what happened with Kurgan? Like it, it was weirdly anticlimactic because once, once Spike and Drew did their like, were like really get into it. And it was like, oh, these two are great together. I was like, okay, Drew is not going to be, the like big bad fight. Like I got that Drew wasn't going, like it was going to be Kurgan, 
but then it wasn't any of them, right? Like it was kind I of just like- I wish it would have been Drew. I think Drew stepping out behind Kurgan as Kurgan goes down would have been pretty badass. And then ever, she's yeah. like, you know what? Let's just have some carnage. And then she creates some carnage. But I mean, right though, it wasn't it kind of, I, I mean, so Ryan and Ashley, especially, cause I know, I feel like Zach and I probably agree on this, but like, I'm curious cause I know you two did really like it. And I mean, Zach and I still liked it. I'm not saying we didn't, but I'm curious how you two felt about the like climax of it. Mm, let's say this. The more we talk about it, the, may- the less maybe I do like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't mean to yuck your yum. I'm sorry. It's too I'm late. just, look, I can be like a little bit blissfully optimistic about this and just try not to think into things too hard and just let it wash over me. And that's I, that's what I'm doing with it. You're like, cause I'm not a fucking miserable person, Ian. <laughs> I can enjoy things. <laughs> but you know what? I understand. <laughs> good for you. Um, uh, yeah. So then it's kind of just like, we're good. Right. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I do like that. What is it? Kurgan like takes Anya's breath away and like breaks Spike's legs. I thought that was like cool. Like I liked that. It was like, oh, cool. We're getting some like intense action. But then it's kind of just like, then a miracle happens. All right, let's wrap up and clean the magic box. Yeah, the spell and all of that was a little underwhelming. Yeah. And it happens really fast. It was so fast. Yeah. And the book just like turns to ash. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they should have done that. They should have kept that book around because the books, the the book was, I really liked the book, honestly. I liked that, you know, I liked the lore that they built around the book. Yeah. I love Yeah. Like, and I, I like, you know, they even gave the, that Slayer a name, Berenice. Um, and like, I liked the story there. Um, and Zach, you bring this up a lot, but that had me thinking of Tales of the Slayer. So I was like, cool. I would probably like listen to a two part, three part episode audio drama about whatever that is. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, he's like the youngest watcher ever called. So sure. Is his Slayer also the youngest? Like, I don't know. I just, I would be interested in that story. Um, I think the thing I've been thinking about a lot is I think the problem is not the storytelling, but like, I don't think a, one of the studios like Disney isn't going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no Sunnydale. There's no Buffy. There's no Cordelia. There's no Spike. And this is a new story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. I don't think that's oh, the absolutely, problem, right? Absolutely. The problem mm-hmm. is that the studio is like, we need, we want Sunnydale. What? No, yeah. Buffy, no Sunnydale. What? Do, do you? Yeah. Yeah. And that seems to be every project they're putting out nowadays about Buffy, which is mm-hmm. really irking me, man. Yeah. Because like, they even said this, I don't know if you all remember, what was it? Was it the 10 year reunion that was at the like- It was a Pally Fest. Yes, yes, oh, yes. I love watching that. Yes. Yes. Um, I had that- I was living in my first apartment in New York City, and my my TV was in my closet because my apartment was so small. So I had to open my closet to watch TV, and I had that fucking DVD just in my DVD player at all times, and would like watch it because I loved it so much. Because like a friend got a promotional copy, but I remember even in that Sarah Michelle Gellar specifically saying there are so many characters to explore in this universe, and like her being like even Anya, like she could have a really cool story, and like. Mm-hmm. I just don't think she was incorrect, right? That's true. There are so many characters. We don't need it to be. That's what they They, they, set up at the end, man. They think that Buffy is the word that gets people engaged. And it certainly is a word that gets people engaged. But blank the vampire slayer also would. Just Mm -hmm. pick 
make a different, interesting choice. You know what? <laughs> you want to set it in Sunnydale. You want to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Fine. Fine. I will handle it. Well, what I cannot handle is repeating the same shit over and over. Yes. We did it so well that we want to do more. Let like I Disney, I'm sorry to say, getting the Avengers back for another movie is not going to be uh, end game again and getting yeah. a, a bunch of fucking cover bands together to play star wars sucked it was trash it was garbage <laughs> the middle one was the best one and people hated it because you promised them something else like just please i am begging you yeah just you blank the vampire slayer yeah stick as many common elements for the trailer as you can in there and then make it good that's all you have to do yeah um and this wasn't so bad. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to be like, I, 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 the more we talk about this episode, the more like the problems of all of it come crashing down because it is the finale. But I, I there's great stuff in here. And yeah. frankly, if you want to do Endear the Vampire Slayer and have all the rest of the people around her be Scoobies and then slowly replace them over time over the yep. course of the show, should you, you know, God for God, God willing, get that far. Great. I, I we can strike a deal here, but what I don't want to do is like Willow the Vampire Slayer, and oh it's in God. Sunnydale, and all we talk about is how Buffy's just in the other room. We can't see her. <laughs> Those books in the other room, just all terrible. Listen, <laughs> listen, okay, I'm gonna bounce off of Ryan's very spot on rant. Um, <laughs> they are absolutely building that. They are, I feel like Disney has a list of demands and things that you have to do, and they are clearly in whatever books and comics and stuff like that, they want fucking Sunnydale, which is so strange to me because the world exists, right? Other Hellmouths exist. Like the, The shows let us know that the world is now expanded. Go out and play, you know? But mm-hmm. for some reason, whoever owns this fucking property wants Sunnydale to be resurrected. So, like, even at the beginning of this, I noticed, and I really didn't fucking like it, that they're talking about, oh, well, the government's talking about filling Sunnydale in. Like, no, oh, they're yeah, yeah, yeah. not. You know how much... <laughs> what? I mean, we did just spend $100 billion, but sh- what? I don't feel in Sunnydale? No. Yeah. Go to New York City. Give us a Slayer in fucking New York City in the rain. Go on on fire escapes and shit. Like, give us some cool shit, man. Zach's been again. reading my dream journal. <laughs> but again, you want to bring something back because it's for the trailer and because you want whatever. Anya magics the magic shop into a different store location yep. in the sure. middle of New York City. And our Slayer wanders in one day for supplies. And boom, everybody's caught in a web of bullshit. And we get to play in the the big city like it's Scream or whatever. Fun. Fun. What's not fucking fun is to be like, guess where we're in? The fifth high school. Oh my like, god. <laughs> <laughs> no more rates of backs. No I mean, more. And, like, and I've read a bunch of these books. I've read yes. a bunch of the novelizations. Yeah. And I will sit here and tell you again, all of them have pretty good authors who did some really great pieces in there. But the biggest problem of all of them is it feels like fan fiction the second we're back in Sunnydale. It yeah. really does. Yes. Yeah. And Kirsten. Our queen mm-hmm. yes. had it fucking right. Yep. Yes. She and, yeah. and I feel like that was still when they were giving them a, like like I'm sure she would have a different story. She probably was like, she, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this I'm, is a nightmare. I, I she probably she, because she probably did have a list of like things that she had to follow. Yeah. Right. But like still, it seemed like she was still able to do a little bit more of what she wanted. I who's the new one doing a book? Kendare Ken, 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 Blake. Yeah. I have I I feel like that list of must dos is like right. forever long. 
It has to be. Because why the fuck are we still in Sunnydale? I will never stop saying it. Why the fuck (laughs) are we still in Sunnydale? It makes no sense. Have a precocious little sibling or son or le- like again, those books have some great stuff in there. I'm not trying to knock that off. Why does Window- but- Willow have a daughter? Why does Willow have a daughter? Need- and why are Willow and Oz's daughter's best friend? Like it's like uh, we don't need to get into all that. It but doesn't. We don't. We don't. It's <laughs> it does feel like it, but it feels like Disney posturing and preparing us for whatever. Yeah. If this Dumois thing is real and they're actually working on something and push- pushing something through the pipeline, that's what I'm scared of. That's what I'm scared that we're going to get is the new Sunnydale, you wait, know? Wait, yeah. pause and explain to the explain to the audience what you're talking about. Oh, that about. didn't happen. Yeah, okay. So if you go to Dumois, I'm not going to explain who Dumois is. If it's apparently Dumois, a gossip site, which I'd never uh, heard of before. With, a, with real good accuracy. Um, on Instagram, if you just go and go through the Dumois stories, one of them is that um, – actually, I screenshotted it. Let me read it. Um It says, uh, a reboot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer has been in development for a while, starring Kier- – I, I, I love you, girl, but I hate how your name is spelled. Kiernan Shipka. Kiernan Shipka? Is that how you say you, it? Okay, you, you're you just saying you don't know how to say Kiernan Shipka. I don't even know how to spell what you're, the words you're saying this site is. D-E-U-M-O-I. It's French. Yes. Anyway, that one's saying that there's a pretty much a show. in, But, but we've already known that. You know, years ago, they, they said there was a show in development. And, like, Disney basically put it on put it on the back burner for right now. So if one does come up, whatever, I'm not surprised, but do not put it in fucking Sunnydale. Yes. Please. And like all we need, listen, listen, the, you know what I was clinging to this entire series, this entire audible series was one mention of Buffy. I knew we weren't going to get her. I knew Sarah was not going to be in here, but I was excited for the one sentence, like update on Buffy, the vampire slayer. That's all you need to give me in a new show or a new movie or whatever. And like I will say, so Ryan, I know you you watched Angel Live too. That was like a thing that kept me going. I mean, season five of Angel is my favorite season of Angel, but like they would just mention and I'd be like, ah, yes, say that name again. Like they would be like, well, Buffy's yeah. doing this, or like, oh, Giles is doing this, or like I think there is like one episode where they have a passing reference to Giles, isn't there? And like just that shit. Enough, was enough for me that I was like, yes, tell me more. Like, and that they don't need to go into like really like depth of like, well, she's doing this, this, and that. Just yeah, say, you don't want to ruin the character. Just like, just give us a brief mention of like, yep. because clearly Indira is like a big Buffy super fan. There has to be tons right. of them. There has to be tons of super fans on that Reddit page. And all we need is like a line of dialogue from one of them, kind of like, oh, well, I looked at Buffy. And yeah. she's doing this. Her Buffy's Wikipedia page, right? Like, let's yeah. go through that for okay. a second. Or, frankly, <laughs> fucking frankly, cut Sarah Michelle Geller a three hundred thousand dollars check to her please. favorite charity, and, and get her to get her to FaceTime in a cameo where it. she's like, have it. She's on. She's in the. She's in a taxi. She's on her way to uh, to Carrie Bradshaw's dinner. She's on her way to Carrie Bradshaw's goodbye dinner, and she has a Fendi purse. And that's all. <laughs> and then let it go. And then let her die for once. Like, no, I, don't I, say that. Okay, we might be on different pages now. You said something crazy. <laughs> I just, I think we need to let go of the of the idea that we will recapture a a guaranteed, sure, like cash out check, like mm-hmm. as if well, we're just going to do season eight back in time, like and and frankly, you don't want to do that either. If you want to commit to a twenty two episode season, fine, reboot the whole thing from the beginning. Uh, fine, oh, well, fine, I'm not going to like it, it, but, it. No. but but at 
least it would be accomplishable somehow. It's not accomplishable to try, whatever. It's not accomplishable to do all these things that they want to do on a giant laundry list in a very short amount of time, Mm -hmm. with very limited cast, very limited resources, and introduce it to a new generation. Start, start, speaking of generations, Star Trek did a pretty great job of being similar shows with similar themes and introducing you to new shit. So there's a reason to keep watching. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love your rage. I love the passion here. It's just, it's, it's just because this is the thing, right? This is the thing that Disney clearly like does not see is that the fans of the original show are going to be the fans, the first fans that whatever comes out has first. This is mm-hmm. we will be the built in audience. We do not want to go back to Sunnydale High School again. We don't want to. We can go to another high school somewhere else. That's fine. Truly, yeah. Cleveland. Like I, like, I think a high school in New York City sounds pretty, P.S. whatever. That sounds pretty great. That sounds pretty like, yeah, I don't know, I'd love it, you know? Especially, yeah. wait, you've got a Slayer who couldn't, uh, you know, high schools in New York are incredibly competitive. You can't just walk into one. A mm-hmm. Slayer who the Watchers Council pays for their entry because the Hellmouth is somewhere in this expensive private school and they're a fish out of water and they don't know anybody. And that's why the library has a giant section of a culture. Right, and all like, in front of us, yes. So much to do. You know what we don't need, frankly, is to be like, guess who's back? It's Snyder. Like, <laughs> they would do it. They'd do I it. Mean. <laughs> they gave us like a, just just my last piece on this because I know we're ranting, but like it must be done. It must be done. I love it. They gave us. They they opened the doors for us. They like they 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 bulldozed the house. They gave us all the tools to build a new house, and they said, "Here, go play in this world that we've just now given you." Like she's she's looking at the crater of fucking Sunnydale and smiles. That's where you pick up. You just you you expand the world. You know, no more Luke Skywalker. No more Luke Skywalker. No more. <laughs> no more. I don't want to say no more Buffy Summer. So we'll just say no more Luke Skywalker. No more Sunnydale. We'll, we'll say no more. Sunnydale. No more Sunnydale. I'm just like uh. sad now. <laughs> You, this we, is we know that's where they're going. I, I really feel like this is all I've <laughs> oh been talking God. about. With, either with Ryan and Zach, every time we talk, it's been like this. So because I love they, it. I feel like um, they're putting us back on. Like I feel like we just got off the bus after defeating all the the the, the Sunnydale <laughs> vampires in the Hellmouth, and then the government's like, "Get back on the bus," and they're now taking us back to Sunnydale. <laughs> And and you know what? I hope that they do actually hear this or that it resonates somewhere because, and this is no knock against other podcasts because frankly, I think they do things very differently and they do a great job. We have tons of friends and respect for people that do other podcasts. However, I've been engaged with this since I was a child. It is still my favorite thing. I have li- I have consumed every version of this that has ever been released, including a terrible Game Boy Color game. I it's so much <laughs> that I can't even remember everything that happened. I did eighty percent there, but like there, it, there's just I've absorbed all of it, and I have to say to you what works and doesn't work. And I, as much as I think a lot of other podcasts have a, a financial investment in going back to literally Sunnydale, I don't think it works. So to put an end cap on this, um, I, I think it, it, it's good that we all said this. And it's good to say it in this finale because they didn't just do that here and they definitely yeah. had to work around that. Um, but for the next one, let it go. Yeah. Speaking of the next one, let's talk about this end here because we do kind of uh, wrap everything up. I, I feel torn, right? Because I didn't love how anticlimactic the defeat was, but I do kind of like the wrap-up scenes here we get. I like... 
I like Anya just immediately being like, well, everyone's on cleaning duty. This place yeah. is a sheep sty. Like, I, I do like that. Like, this did feel like a Scooby gang, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, a thing I also really like is Spike and Cordelia because I was so afraid they were going to, like, force a romance. And I was not going to like that. They... They left it at flirting, and I hope that's where they continue to leave it. Yes. Keep it there. I got really nervous at the beginning of this scene, though. I was like, no, 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 no. Yep. We made it all the way to the end. I was going to ask, so I guess we're all on the same page then with that? Mm -hmm. Yes. I think Cordelia was smart enough to not get into a relationship with Angel. She would definitely be smart enough to not get into a relationship with Spike. Yeah, and like, especially this Cordelia, like... It feels like she would have no time for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I would like? A lovesick Spike that actually does get denied this time. You know? <laughs> I, I want to see Spike with a vampire. Like, I want Spike with a vampire. I want Spike with angels. That's what I want. I want okay. to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. Excuse you. <laughs> Homosexual. God, Ian, what? Is it, are you married and your husband's away, Ian? <laughs> Spike uh, turning some, like, twink and being like, Yeah! <laughs> That's a like very annoying twink. Andrew. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that was my thought too. <laughs> um, but I like the way Cordelia kind of deals with him. Like I like she's like, I don't date vampires. And he's like, I don't date slayers anymore. I was like, <gasps> say it, say it. that's when I thought we were gonna get a little bit of like because now Buffy lives XYZ. <sighs> we don't get nothing. I was like, we're so close. Nothing, we're so close. No update. Which you know what? I would I would be more upset if they fed us a line of dialogue updating us on Buffy that doesn't ring true rather than maybe they're just not sure what they should say. So they'd rather not say anything. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. And I like that Cordelia does give him a kiss, but we still keep it at we're good. They're flirting. That's that's too much. Too much. Yeah, I I agree. I didn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan. I think it's enough for us to then do callbacks where Spike's like, are you sure you don't want to kiss again? And Cordelia's like, that was one time. I was caught up in the moment. <laughs> like, I think that's fun. It, it was. It, it gives the shippers a wink. It, it definitely teases people to come back. Fine. We don't need a full-blown Spike and Cordelia romance. I think you, you did enough to have to sell us on Tara and so, Drew. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, hear, me, hear me out then. Hear me out. They fall in love, right? They fall in love. Um, he has a soul, but he can't like have sex. But then they do have sex. And then she has to drive a sword through him. And, <laughs> and she leaves town. And then her mom kicks her out of the house and then reframes the whole argument <laughs> as you <laughs> like. Cordelia and Chase. so indira comes in and i like that we give indira a like real person story oh i did like it yeah okay i was gonna ask how that Mm -hmm. landed with everyone yeah Yeah, i i was wondering where this was and then when we got it i was like oh i'm kind of glad we held back because it gives us again a lot to explore and i think um explains a lot about her Yes. Yeah, it does. We didn't even need that explanation, but that explanation worked so much better for me as like, yeah. oh, like she was le- like latching on to the Slayer mythology because she was like, you know, that like loner nerdy kid who like didn't she wanted have- an escape. Just yeah. like yeah. me, just like I did with Buffy. She's just like me for real, for real. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. all of us with Buffy. And the like- pieces of her, of Indira and, and Cordelia just fit together really well. And yes. they're there yeah. where they end up at the end of this series works really well for me. If any character should remain in this alternate universe, I'm fully in support of it being Indira. And especially being, you know, Cordelia's the only slayer in this one. 
now we have right. two slayers and we get that two slayer dynamic in an alternate reality. And that just, it really works. Right. Um, yes. yeah, but hit me with that, butt. everybody stays. Why the fuck is everybody here? Why are we all staying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that he definitely found a lot of comfort in Drew while he was here and he's not ready to leave. So he's come up with this like plan to be like, Oh, we, you know, she's just, too dangerous. We, I think we should stay and try to find her. Well, then we better get some more sexy time between Spock and Drew. Give me more of that heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I like an ASMR. Uh, <laughs> but I, I can kind of see that, like, take on it, Ashley. But I did feel the way you did, Zach. You know, it's weird. For how much I feel like we don't agree, we always usually end up agreeing, Zach. <laughs> yes. Because, like... I don't know. I just was like, okay, yeah, Indira. The only reason that in my brain I was like, well, okay, is that they do explicitly say they can just reopen the portal. Like, they say that when they say bye to Giles. I'm like, all right, so we can do a little bit of back and forth. Like, that's But that's, that's where not my what brain I think can, like, they're wanting to do. Which no, is I like, okay, yes. I won't go on a rant. But what it <laughs> sounds like now is that we want Spike back, Clem back, everybody back. In Sunnydale. Yes. Insert the yeah. same rant here. <laughs> uh, and, and you know what? F- fucking fine. I mean, I... I, I, I <laughs> Takes everything back. <laughs> I, I, but you know what? Yeah, I don't... I don't want Sunnydale. I don't. But if we're gonna do it... Yes. Let's at least get a version of Sunnydale that there's something new going on. Yes. Like it's a different dimension. And if you want to do all these callbacks, let's do it in a funny way where Harmony isn't a vampire. She's in fact the most powerful person on the fucking small business association board. <laughs> and she make Anya's life hell. Like <laughs> let's, let's fine. Then let's have some fun. But now that the pieces are in place, let's have some fun. You did your little checklist. We, we, yeah. we met all of Disney's demands and and everybody's in town and fine. Willow's in a box. We'll get to it. Like, oh, fine. I forgot about this. Oh, yeah, we got it. <laughs> I forgot we had still had Wait, wait, wait. Can I do an impression? I want to do an impression. <laughs> wow. Allison <laughs> Hannigan's never given a, mark, a more than when someone else moaned for her. <laughs> Poor uh, Allison Hannigan's just trying to dance her way through oh fucking my. network television. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Wait, before but before we get there, so we send we send Giles home, you know. I do like that Indira, you know, says, tell Olivia I say hi. And like I like I like all of this. I like, even though I don't I agree with you, Zach, I'm like, but why are Clement Spike saying? I still like that we have the like, they can go back if they want. Because wait, I'm hands up. My The only thing I kept thinking of was, I brought this up in every episode, how much I loved Indira asking Anya to help her grandfather. And we are like, no, oh, yeah. see you, Grandpa. Good luck. I forgot about the Grandpa. I did too. I think they forgot about the Grandpa. I don't even remember that now. They, I don't even remember it now. The grandpa. <laughs> Who's grandpa? In so like the first time when Indira and Anya are in the car driving to the R Sunnydale's magic box, I at one point they're like talking and like Anya's telling her about uh Cordelia. And Indira says, like, well, my grandfather's really sick. Do you think you could help him? And I loved that this Anya didn't miss a beat and said, if we make it out of this alive, but I will he's help not dead. Father. He's not dead. So I know the dad died, but the grandpa didn't die too. 
The no. rabbi has dementia. Oh, he has dementia. Uh, that's right. Yes, 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 yes. All flooding back to me. Oh um, my gosh, that's fucking wild. <laughs> and we were just like, peace, grandpa. <laughs> but you know what? We better find out grandpa is somebody that we've met before. Like, I better be the, would, like, like giving us a wink towards something that'll be really good. It's Ethan yeah. Rain. <laughs> <laughs> But that I will say the the thing that helped me is that I was like, okay, they can reopen this. I do like Indira hugging him. And I liked, I for a second didn't like, but then I did. When Giles is like, and I hope to never hear from any of you again. And I was like, excuse me, this is fucking rude. And then when he says, unless it's a Christmas card, I was like, oh yeah, he's being dad. He's no, like, no, no. We're I'm a family. Your, no, Giles, we're not going to hear from these people again. We don't want, no. We don't want nothing to do with this alternate reality anymore. <laughs> Let him be. Um, so then we get our epilogue. We get this. I still don't think I know exactly how I feel about this. This felt like our MCU mid like credit scene that I don't know that we needed. Um, and I don't know that we should have done it unless we could get the actor. But so we we... We check back in with Drusilla. She's back at her base. They just fully let her go. Um, she's back with Mr. Pickles, everyone's favorite monkey. Stayed with her for some reason. Which you know me- what? I like Mr. Pickles more hanging out with Drusilla because yeah. Drusilla seems like the type that would be like, would you like to see an upside down fairy who only screams? And then she has it like in a box or whatever. Like she definitely has a bunch of weird shit. Yes. Monkey, it's like, whatever. Yeah. Um, Tara having a monkey just seems like something she'd be like, I need to call a zookeeper. Why do I own that? <laughs> I like that with Drusilla, suddenly everyone's on board. Great fans. <laughs> she, I mean, she, she probably, we're going to find out at some point that she's stuffed Mr. Pickles and yeah. put him in a dollhouse. That's true. That's true. <laughs> this is Mr. Pickles. He's one of my dollies. Um, <laughs> he's so much better now that he's quiet. <laughs> Ashley, I need to know. Tell us. Walk us through. <laughs> Give what us your happened? positivity, please. Yes. <laughs> I so I'm very very excited about like Vampire Giles. Okay. Yes. That was like the cherry on the fucking cake for this series for me. Cuz we've been hearing, you know, y'all were talking, we've been yeah. hearing the like screaming and stuff and I was trying to figure out who it is and like progressively it gets more and more clear throughout the series. And so here in this last scene, before she even said his name, I was like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. That's Anthony Stewart. I re- yeah. I recognize his voice right away. Yeah. And the, and he calls her mother. And I was like, yeah, I, I am here for this dynamic. I, I want these two actors to interact in this fun way. Oh. And I'm just, yes, I'm I'm here for all of this. I'm a little like iffy on the Willow stuff. I think it's an interesting choice that they have supposedly had her down there the whole time. Yeah. So I'm just like curious as to what they'll do with her. She's just very skinny now. Um, <laughs> I, I I like this. I hope Ripper is like Ripper Vampire Ripper is our big bad for number two. How fun would that be? Yeah. Our hyper intelligent, hyper competent, uh, sexy as hell vampire. Yeah. 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 Let's I, do it. I, and I like, like, an, like an evil watcher, an evil Giles doing the opposite of what he did for Buffy. Like, how will Indira rise to the occasion? Cordelia will feel so betrayed. It'll be great. So I need to bring up my, you know what? No. Zach, what'd you think of it? <laughs> of, or, yeah, Willow or Giles. I love Giles. I did love you that. Did? Okay. I like the idea of that. I, like, Vampire Ripper sounds great. Uh, if 
if, and there's a hard Uh-oh. if here, man. They got to go real dark with it because you know he creates some carnage. You know he like mm-hmm. fucks mm-hmm. shit up. So yeah. they have to go dark with it. No, he can't have Mr. Pickles. Nothing like that. <laughs> okay? It's got to be like bad. <gasps> we, whoa, 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 whoa. What if we get the Spike and True I didn't know version. if you were doing Mr. Pickles or not. Yeah, I was, I was, I was like, doing a bit. <laughs> what if we get, just, what if we get the Sp- Spike and True version of Giles and Joyce? I'm throwing it out there. Vampire I, I Joyce. I wouldn't hate it, but like, again, make it fucking dark. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think, I think maybe that is like a a thing that this wasn't, didn't get a little dark enough. And granted, like we said, I I don't want them to kill any of these characters. Don't give me a Giles who dies. Don't give me Anya's death again. Mm -hmm. But I just needed a little bit more something, right? Like I appreciated that it was a little bit more violent, like when Spike's guts are hanging out. And it's like he's putting them back in. You don't have to show on TV, right? On the UPN, you know? Right. Um, But, like, what we know from Giles' past, the reason we never really got flashbacks and stuff like that is it always felt like it was too dark to go there on TV. Like, with him and Ethan Rain and, like, all of the stuff they would do and the bad shit they would get into and dark magic. It always felt like it was just... Too, it felt like it would have been the season six of Giles's life, right? Like something really yeah. dark, mm-hmm. early, kind of gruesome, and it was better alluded to then than shown to us. But if you're going to go there with the with the vampire Giles, he would have reverted back to to that version of himself. Yes, yes, I agree. Well, and I even just the way he said like mother, I really did like that. Mm-hmm. I also love the idea of like. You know, like we were saying at the top of this, like Anthony Stewart Head is an older actor. He just got off Ted Lasso, which shot closer to home. Um, I feel like this means he is down to do more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And I just like that Anthony Stewart Head is like, fuck yeah, I'll do that. That should have been like a really easy paycheck. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But also, I think it's, and I mean, I feel like I felt this just from doing this podcast. I think all the people that aren't the ones that fucking hate each other all really like each other. Yeah. Like it feels like they like genuinely enjoy each other's company. Um, and even the people that fucking hate each other, it seems like the only people that truly fucking hate each other are a couple, a couple of chuckleheads. Yeah. One of which I don't think anyone wants back. And the other, which I, I, I don't think anybody misses. And, right. and, and it's not to be mean. We, we, we played it out. We got what we needed to get. It's all good. Fine. It's a closed chapter. Um, And, and I think, Anthony Stewart had probably also really likes or misses as uh, the Buffy fandom was probably really annoying in the early days of the internet. It's probably really annoying when you're trying to do other projects and they just keep fucking commenting on every article and poor deadline can't get away from them. But like (laughs) it, it nowadays it's wonderful to be surrounded by that kind of love and people know how to conduct themselves. And I'm sure Anthony Stewart had was like, Hey, these people have been really nice to me and probably going to comic con and like, you know, receiving all that love and stuff is nice. And yeah, I, I it's nice to see them get to enjoy it with b- b- a lot of toxic stuff removed. Yes, let's just say. It, it is. You know, I'm, I'm even thinking of, you know, when I had a first had charisma on and I remember telling her how Claire Kramer, when she was on, she did this Welcome to Slayer Fest 98 intro and I loved having her do it. And I remember charisma going, ah, oh, Claire's so good at all of that. Isn't she? She's so good. And it's like, oh shit, they never were actually on screen together. These two actors never interacted on that show, but they know each other 
through doing cons and doing all that shit. And I like love the idea of like <laughs> Wait, doing like scams. <laughs> 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 pulling, pulling like heartbreakers style scams. <laughs> give, give, yeah, give me that movie. Um, but like, I do think it seems like they all just really like each other, and that's nice. Um, and I'm sure Anthony Stewart Head was not in any of the like photos anyone put, so I'm sure he recorded this from his home, right? Like, yeah, he's not flying. It's, like it's like a low. A, a low commitment little thing that they get to like a little revisit, right? Yeah. Where they don't have to like do themselves up, go on a set, shoot all hours of the night. It's a really right. fun, just small little project. Yes. Because just to clarify, I don't say that as like a negative. I say that as like, I fully understand being like, I live in London. I don't want to fly to LA. Well, and we've just heard to record. Yeah. And we've heard <laughs> the stories of what filming on that show was like, and it was pretty brutal for all of them. Right. Especially yes. Sarah, but like yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a nice little audible thing. And I, I, I think that was really appealing to, to all of them. Right. Yes. Yes. I, I agree. And like, I think probably, I I know for a fact Amber Benson is like the one that no one has like I feel like everyone likes her. She is she is Tara minus being a lesbian witch. But everything else like Amber <laughs> and a Benson, little bit of a drip. <laughs> Tara's a little bit of a drip. Amber's a lot of fun. True. It seems yes. Like. Um and like I just like I you know when I interview I've told the story a zillion times when I interviewed her at BuzzFeed I don't think I've ever interviewed someone that was that warm immediately. Oh with me. gosh. Well, that's why and she was like, trying to be so bad in this. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, and so if it's a person that they all like who's also spearheading it, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that makes it easier to get, a, to get the gang back together, right? If it's like, oh yeah, we all like that one person. I think also Emma and Charisma saying yes means that yeah. a lot of, of basic asks for like workers' rights and stuff like that was were were guaranteed. Yes. And, and it, you know, I think they have the highest standards, not saying other people don't, but just based on their horrible experiences. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but okay, let's talk about Willow. What do we think? I, I feel like they should have just kept it to saying Willow is in the basement. They, well, they, no, they didn't need to say anything. They just don't need, they don't need it. They don't need it. I think it's fine with, I think it's fine if some of these characters in this alternate reality are just removed from the situation. Yeah, I don't think if Allison Hannigan doesn't want to come back. I mean, if she does, great. Like I love yes, her. Let's then do great. it. Great, let's do it. Uh, she's a, a phenomenal actress who just will kick me in the feels. But <laughs> if she doesn't want to do it, it's cool to have like an illusion, and it's also would be really great way to open season two. Is like, huh, and now we'll bring out my witch Willow. Come out here, and immediately her neck gets snapped or something. <laughs> like that would be kind of cool and like kind of a fuck you to the people who want us back in Sunnydale and blah 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 blah. To be like, all right, we gave you some of what you want. You're not getting everything, and that would be very buffy of them but i and i don't i don't i i don't need a, a like willow and tara re-meet and they fall in love yeah, from the opposite no. perspective like we're good i love them i loved them we did it yeah ashley i yeah so i was gonna say does everyone because that's how i feel too i'm like i don't want a redo of that romance no even though i loved it right of course it's like i think one of the best romance they had it on the show but like i don't right i don't know what it is but Ashley, speak on it. Give me your thoughts. I still am just like, I don't know. I have zero idea as to what direction they're going to go with her. So I don't really, I don't know what, I don't know what to think about it. That's fair. fair. Uh, I I do feel like that's where they're going to maybe do. Uh, I don't think, the thing is like Christopher Golden said that Buffy's not in it because they were not going to recast anyone, right? Yeah. So then I am like, well, does that mean that like they were in talks with her? Yeah. Do they have talks? Right? Because like. I, I just, I'm curious, 
like what was planned and what was not because I also am like I I I'm okay with if if we need to have a Willow like cameo I'm okay with it being bring me the witch you know bring me the redheaded witch that's really pale and like that's where it ends I don't need like her going like muffled that's gonna be like ninety percent of the next season. And then well, at the like end, that, you'll have the you'll have the Allison Hannigan <laughs> cameo in the last episode. <laughs> I thought we were gonna get. I mean, that's what I've been saying from the beginning that I knew Sam Schaller wouldn't, but maybe Allison Hannigan would do a cameo. She's doing Dancing with the Stars. Maybe she's like, sure, send me a mic. I'll record a voice note real quick, but I'm only doing two lines. I could see sure. her not knowing how to use the mic though, and then they're just like, okay, you know, we'll 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 work around it. We'll do the muffled, you know, little hmms. <laughs> I do want to point out, and uh, this is trying to sell me on it a little more than anything else. If we get Willow back, we're getting Wesley back, right? Because that mic setup would be in the same house. That's true. Okay? And yeah. I would like to see an alternate reality Wesley um, with a very different life story and a very different dynamic with Giles and Cordelia in a season two. And that sounds pretty fucking good to me. And I know that he would like to maybe be involved, right? Like, why right. not? Right. So maybe what we can't do is undermine the death of Tara because in season six, because I did not go through all of that. Yes. Um, and Kennedy to fucking have it best be back at square one. No <laughs> offense to the people who love Kennedy. It's that just, like, is how I feel though, right? It just feels like we went through so much. <laughs> I can't go yeah, through that's, again. What, that's what I'm worried about here is that it feels like they are really posturing this alternate reality rather than the world that we were so invested in. And I just want to go back to my world. I want to yeah. go back to my characters. I understand that some of these characters are dead and we love having them back, but then bring them into our world because I want I, I, I want my world back, right? Like I want every – because I was emotionally invested in all of the things that happened in my world, not their world. I, I don't want to have to relearn everything in their whole history and stuff like that. I just don't. And maybe other people feel differently about it, but it it's – it's this was fun. This, this world was fun for this. I, I don't want to stay there. And now I kind what of know if- that we're staying there because of everything they're setting up. What if we did a season two again? I don't want to do like all the pieces are on the board and we got to get them to this other spot. I, I, but what if we did a season two that was big cataclysmic, you know, and, and Giles really does end their world and whoever escapes, they're like the only way place we know to go back to is our world. That was for and we get sure a fun, how I thought they were going to end this. <laughs> a fun side adventure. I mean, it's kind of weird that they didn't, but we get a fun side adventure. Yeah. And if it's only one season of alt Sunnydale, that could be fun too. Like it's yes. nega Sunnydale where everything's the opposite and, <laughs> and green means stop. You know what I mean? Like that's fun for one season. Yeah. And then we all end up back in the regular world and maybe we cut Sam Michelle Geller a nice check. No, that'll never happen. Sorry. I just have to say it. <laughs> I like that we all keep adding that in there, but yeah, no, I, I'm okay with, this Sunnydale if we get other stuff that's that's like I'm okay with like okay maybe like we do get more of the like a season of like this specific like Cordy and Dira storyline but like also make it so like they jump back and forth sometimes like maybe that's like because also the weird thing and I get I think it's probably because season seven is so unpopular but I do think we met how many Slayers in that final season like there are so many people we could bring back, and yeah. I'm sure many of those actors would be like, yeah, sure. You could make uh. us such a compelling story. And listen, Spike is not in a crypt anymore. He signed a lease. He's got to go back to yeah. that world, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I do feel like, you know, let me see 
sorry, I'm going to say her name, <laughs> like say Beetlejuice, but like, give me like Kennedy V and Rona yeah. or like on a team together. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have anything against Kennedy now. It just was not properly, in my opinion, service in season seven and she got annoying, but that's fine. That, 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 so minor. Um, but yeah, bring Kennedy back in and like, you know, have her have to kill Willow or something. <laughs> 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 um, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to push us to the end. We're, we're at the end here. Favorite scene from the finale, Ashley. Um, I really like the ja- vampire Giles reveal, and I really like the Spike and Clem like bonding moment at the end. All right, all right. Uh, Ryan. Spike and Clem bonding is really nice. I also liked. Um, I really liked the stuff with the book. And the okay. like getting rid of uh, of Kurgan, not just because I was sick of it, but like I actually thought that was <laughs> kind of cool and like Buffy magic. And like yeah. uh, the finales always have some like, this is how we have to solve it or whatever. And I think that's like like Buffy killing herself or whatever, or a yellow right. crayon speech. Like I do love, I, 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 that felt the most finale-y of anything here. So That's fair. Yeah. Um, Zach? Uh, definitely anything with, with Spike and Drew in this one, um, especially the shadow pocket fuck. Um, Hell yeah! <laughs> it was just. I think that's Hot. where the writing in this series was the best. Was anything, anytime they in, interacted, which was not much, but you know, no for me, it's the Cordy and Indira stuff. I just really, I really like. That's them also together. really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was mm-hmm. really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. And I love the like talk of sisterhood and stuff. Yes, like, Cordelia needed that. The yes. original Cordelia still needed that. Yes, you know? agreed. All right, now uh, my my favorite ridiculous part. What's an outfit we pictured someone wearing? I'll go first because I know sometimes people need to think about it. <laughs> but I also might be stepping on someone's toes. I pictured Vampire Giles looking just like Band Candy Giles. Yes, but like more like hulking, like a more like imposing. Like he's like broader and like a little bit more monstery, like big sized, but like kind of dressed the same. Um, that's what I was picturing. Nice, Zach. Oh, goodness. I didn't do a lot of, like, outfit picturing in this one, I guess. But I could see yours on Giles and then Willow if we're going to go with hostages or, like, people locked up, right? Um, (laughs) Tied up Willow is just looks exactly like she did when she was in the Winnebago. (laughs) All right. I like that outfit. Mm -hmm. Her, like, soft butch look. I think that's a cute Uh. one. Um, Ashley? Um, I pick Spike, and I think that he is – Typical Spike, you know, tight black tee, tight black jeans, classic duster. But I mentioned in uh, episode five that I think that Clem has started like adding pins and patches to his uh, vest that he wears and that he gave Spike a matching best friend patch and Spike (laughs) hadn't put it on his duster yet. But I think in the scene where they bond at the end, he decides to go ahead and secure it on the inside of his duster so that he can flash it to Clem and like make him smile, but no one else has to see it. God, is there, you described it. Somehow this is me and Zach. uh, Calm calm down here. Calm down. Slayer 98 pins. That's what Clem is wearing. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. I have it in. Describe Spike a little more. That sounds nice. (laughs) Out of here. Ryan, what outfit did you picture someone wearing? Um, 
to the, I'm, I'm sorry to do this. I'm going to go really fast. One, uh, in my mind, Willow is not wearing that. She was wearing um, like a, like a, a, for lack of a better word, because this is the word they used in Star Wars, slave Leia outfit, because Drew was like, you're going to look like a horny little freak when you're a winter. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Zach was accurate. Um, two is Drusilla on fire. I picture she just happened to be wearing something that lit on fire beautifully, uh, like the Hunger Games. And then the real outfit, the real, the my real choice is that by this point, Clem's tuxedo is looking very end of the wedding. I got drunk, um, <laughs> probably kind of torn up from the incredibly inflating Clem. Um, I think that's delightful. And I hope he has his, his suit jacket, even if everything else is in shreds over his shoulder while talking to Spike and kind of like a, listen, I'm the best man energy. <laughs> I love that. All right. Um. What was, I guess, I don't know, what, it could be anything. It could be a specific scene, it could be an episode, whatever. Like, favorite thing about the series, like, favorite part, favorite parts, whatever. Um, I'll go first again, just to give you all time, because I did not tell you this was a question. I think everything in our Sunnydale, I loved. I wish Miranda could have been a villain from another season. I wish, like, we would have spent, like, not more time with that, but like that could have been its own thing. I liked all of that. I liked them fighting in LA that felt a little bit more city-ish. Um, I liked that setting. I love, I like genuinely loved the first few episodes. But yeah, uh, Zach? Uh, yeah. Um, I think I, yeah, Ian, I think we're probably more on the same page than not. Um, there was just such a special feeling that I got when we first were walked into this world, you know, um, yeah. and getting to revisit this world and revisit these characters and pick back up with everybody. And I could picture it so clearly. Um, and then when we first went to alternate Sunnydale, that was really fun. You know, it was really fun to explore. I think it got a little too long. I think nine episodes was maybe a tad bit too long, but um, overall I, I enjoyed the majority of what they offered us with this series. Yeah. So I, I, I'm really fucking happy it exists. Um, and damn good job to everybody involved. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ryan. I liked the giant fuckball of midnight. And I also more specifically thought having Juliet Landau back as Drusilla made the entire thing work. It made, gave me chills at every single time, bringing every single person back gave me chills. But I swear every time she spoke, I was like, I'm so glad we even have this. It's mm-hmm. so yeah. incredible. <laughs> yeah. Ashley. No, my favorite bits were the relationships like Cordelia and Indira slowly warming up to each other. All of the spike and drew, Giles and Anya, Spike and Clem, and Dira and Clem. Like, I just really liked all of the, like, little relationship developments we got throughout the series. Yeah, yeah. All right, now, what grade do we give this episode and the series as a whole? Um, Ryan, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I, you know, before this started, I probably would have went a little higher, but I think this is more accurate. I'd give this episode a B, and I would give this series as a whole... A B. And and I think that's perfectly fair. Maybe a B minus, but only if I forget how fun Jonathan was. <laughs> uh, Ashley? Um, I give this episode an A minus, but the series an A. All right. Zach? Uh, the episode may be a B minus, and then the whole thing a B. Um, I think 
I'm going to give B minus for this. You all bumped my grade up, I will say. I had a C plus originally. You made me bump it up because I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, B minus, and then I think B plus mm. for the series as a whole. Um, I'm the biggest bitch. That's great, Dave. <laughs> I do think that if they were to like bring it back in television format or, or movie format, um, I would love David Gordon Green to helm it. <laughs> Don't even <laughs> dare you. <laughs> listen to our two. Listen to our two-hour rant. Well, on the house said David Gordon Green announced a new <laughs> trilogy from David Gordon Green, the Buffy from Vampire the team story. behind Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> we, we bring you, <laughs> and it doesn't acknowledge anything but the first season of Buffy for some reason. <laughs> It's only canon with the movie. And Buffy's got <laughs> trauma. God, yes. And sure, eyes get stabbed out. Um, Thank you all for listening. This was a lot of fun to cover. Like, I know that we, you know, we had some nitpicks, but I, and I'm really happy I got to cover it with the three of you and Hammy for two episodes. Um, This was like, I don't know, it was really fun talking about something new and Buffy. And Ashley, my God, I am so sorry you have to edit. This is now two hours long. I'm sorry. so sorry. This is still shorter than any why are we like this episode we've ever recorded. So fair. <laughs> this was just, yeah, this I I, you know, even with my complaints, give me more of this and we'll cover it. I I just the excitement, the the feedback I kept getting about our coverage was how excited we all were and how much fun it was listening to us be. Uh, I had someone in our Discord say they hadn't even listened past, I think, episode two of Slayers, but had listened to all of our coverage of it because it was like fun hearing us be excited. Mm. Um, and we were, right? I feel like the four of us were like genuinely so excited over this. Um, and it was just nice having that to be excited about, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just, you know, got put on the ground in between all of you while you kicked at me at this entire episode, but it's been a great time covering it. <laughs> I know, but we'll, I'll, I'll offer you a hand at the end and let, like, I'll, I'll help you up once we're done. You can escape into the sewers if you like. <laughs> yes. Into the sewers to edit this. Oh, I'm so sorry. Throw um, your laptop in behind you. We had a, we had a witch queen, we had a vampire queen, and now we have a pod queen. Mm. I mean, yeah, Texas says I quit after we finish this recording. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> See you Why never. are we like this indeed? <laughs> um, but thank you all for listening. Thank to thank you to the three of you for doing this. If you like Slayer Fest 98, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. We're on a few new pl- podcasting platforms recently. Couldn't tell you what they were, but we are. Um, I added that on Podbean. You can also support us on Patreon. You can find us on social media at SlayerFestX98. Um, go ahead and give us a follow on all platforms. It would be much appreciated. If you want to follow me, I'm at Ian X Carlos on all social media platforms. Ryan, where can everyone find you and your things? At Ryan Houlihan on all social media platforms, except, you know, the weird one written by that complete psychopath. Uh, and you can find me on YouTube at R-Y-H-O. That's youtube.com slash at R-Y-H-O. Very exciting Catwoman things coming to you soon. Ooh. And uh, Ashley, where can everyone find you and your things? You can follow me on Instagram at CousinFeelingFine, on Twitter at MythTaken314, and I co-host a podcast with my friend Alyssa about Heartstopper and the overall verse called Why Are We Like This?, you can find us on all socials at Why Are We Cast, and you can listen to us anywhere that you find podcasts and or on YouTube. 
And Zachary? Oh, goodness. I feel like my brain is mush. Um, Same. Yeah, search Zach Garcia, and you'll find <laughs> me on the internet. Um, not the other one. There's an actor named Zach Garcia, but I'm the other one. And then uh, I have a podcast, horror podcast with Ian Carlos Crawford here called My Bloody Judy. We just put out an episode with Dara Resnick, um, the showrunner for The Horror of Dolores Roach. It was a really fun conversation. So, it was a great conversation. Yeah, yeah, we talked about Final Girls, but we ended up going into like tons of other shit that you should just – it was like an hour and a half, and it was – perfect you should just listen to the whole thing um, yeah and then i would just like to say where do we go from oh. here <laughs> Zach, i'm not even kidding i fucking finished that fucking thing and i i thought i thought this needed a musical number and i forgot we had one thank you <laughs> that was fantastic uh we will <laughs> We will be getting back to our Angel Season 2 coverage. Zach can't wait. He, <laughs> his husband told him that he had to be on for the last end of the I'm season. I'm doing this arc. for my man, but I'm <laughs> sick of Angel's ass. <laughs> Alistair sent us blackmail material. We will be revealing it. <laughs> if you don't like the episodes, then it'll all get out there. Um, we will be getting back to Angel Season 2, and then uh, we'll be taking a short break and eventually have uh, the Magicians coverage starting between seasons of Angel. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.